0: Hi, I'm Tom Salpik from Cross Asset Strategy. Today, I'll be sharing some of the highlights from the recent IMF meeting, where we hosted on the panel of markets and volatility, some of the business heads of trading and research. Launching right into it, last year, we saw an unprecedented increase in interest rates, which has put pressure on banks, commercial real estate, startups, etc. Funding rates have gone up, and meanwhile, equities are trading on high multiples. So not cheap, despite the rates headwinds. Credit spreads are tight right here, moving with VIX, which is too low right now. We don't see stocks have that much upside, but given the recession risks, they have a live downside. So we recommend cash, which has around 5% upside and no downside. Stocks are trading close to the highs of the year. meanwhile bond chart yields are well off the highs. So stocks and bonds are indeed reflecting a disconnect with bonds looking a lot more worried. Stocks are pricing in a more resilient economy in part because. Macro data such as the jobs numbers, PMIs, service versus manufacturing jolts are not sending unambiguous signals. Meanwhile, the yield curve is predicting almost a 90% chance of recession in 12 months. Positioning is also a contributor as the market is very long, investment grade in particular. Meanwhile, the short, long short leverage we see in prime has been at six year lows. Meanwhile, gross leverage was not that low, meaning that exposure was less long than usual. But now, net leverage has started to pick back up. The indices have benefited from the large sector weight of tech, which has rallied with fallen rates and retail inflows. Investors have started to sell cyclicals, and small caps have started to underperform. In addition to the macro data, the technical setup has contributed to the stock versus bond divergence. Yields have traded in a broad range this year, and the poor liquidity has gotten a lot of press. But liquidity in terms of market debt has been impaired since early 2022, 2022. leaving a zero interest rate world, central banks being behind the curve, all that corresponds to higher volatility, which naturally dries up liquidity. There was a lot of hedging, a number of portfolios which were negatively convex, played catch up with central banks trying to stay on top of inflation. So that backdrop is going to garner poor liquidity and market depth, and will continue to do so in 2024. But there is a structural issue as well. The overwhelming growth of the treasury market has not kept up in terms of risk intermediation capacity. And this mismatch has also been a modest contributor to the illiquidity. So even as rates normalize, that issue will not go away. That being said, things are not so bad given the large volume of treasuries that were able to trade in the immediate wake of the regional banking crisis, even as rates were moving aggressively. To sum up, bullish sentiment has been resilient thus far but we see a bear market rally which doesn't have much more to go. Given the prevalence of carry trades and the fact that many ongoing problems are unresolved such as Europe's energy crisis and geopolitical tensions with China and Russia, low volatility means that markets have become very complacent. This may unravel sooner than we think possibly due to the potential for the debt ceiling crisis or perhaps burning season can be a catalyst for this may well be a year for sell in May and go away. Thank you all for tuning in to JP Morgan TV.